So depending on whatever time zone you're in, here in the St. Louis metro area, we're on Central. So all of our primetime programming starts at 7 o'clock. If you're back home in Indy, you're on Eastern, everything starts at 8. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I got to do a B Brothers episode with Miles and recap the Colts game. So why not go ahead and get a solo dough, or whatever the kids call it, and get you one and have it posted at 6 o'clock? Sounds fair enough, right? You are listening to the Alex B Podcast. If I haven't already told you this, Mother Nature has finally got the thermostat right. It's definitely chilly in the area. A little nipply. Nippy. So you want to make sure you dress appropriately if you're going to be out. Or you can not dress at all and get on a game show. I stumbled upon this. I've, I've, I've been seeing commercials about it, okay? And I don't have Cinemax. Although in this case, it might be called Skinemax. So I think it's going to... Yeah, it's called Max. Whatever it's called. And I had to do some research on it because I thought it was bullshit. Because a lot of stuff does come out of Great Britain that we copy and steal and try to make it our own because, quite, let's quite frankly, they're writers and there's just a different culture. There is a show called Naked Attraction, which is a reverse version of the Love is Blind show that's on Netflix. So, what? <laughs> this is crazy. This thing's been going on in, in, in Britain for a while, but I guess they recently brought it to the States. Um, frequent diagrams of birthing hips and uncircumcised vircum circumcised dicks. Uh, looks like something like you would like, like you would be in a doctor's office, right? Oh no, that's the premise of the show. Singles are brought into a room where six people stand in boxes as if they were Barbie and Ken dolls. Their faces are hidden and their bodies are unclothed. What? Full frontal nudity with not one, not two, but up to six dicks and or vulvas on the screen at one time. Uh, the main contestant examines their potential matches front and back, eliminating them along the way based on what they've gotten to see. With each elimination, they get to see more of the contestants' bodies. So that means, guys, you could check out a woman's ass, see if it's fat enough. Girls, you can see if a guy's got a big enough dick. See how that goes. So, so I guess the uh, the first episode. There's this chick named Ayanna, who likes a man with a powerful stance and a willy that's just big enough. So my question is, what's big enough? So she eliminates a man whose uh, dick is a little bit too big for her liking. In the second round, she look, looks at the guy's chest. So basically, you're looking at your potential match's body parts. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Since there's only like two potential matches. Now, here's how the game flips out. The main single, the person who's trying to find love, must take his or hers clothes off and impress the final two competitors who shower their suitor in compliments to win them over. This chick comes on a birthday suit. One man wins his chance to go on a date with her. That man, by the way, see, so do they go on the date naked and they fuck? Like, I don't, I don't, I need more in on this. I need, I need to, I guess, watch the show or find, I, I, I have to, because I'm just reading some of these like clips from Associated Press and stuff. And I'm like, wow, but it's been going on for seven seasons in Britain. Uh, the first six are streaming on Max. So people think it's nuts, but I guess it's funny and people like it. And I don't know, but that'd be kind of cool though. Because, you know, I know guy, I know a lot of guys out there lie about how big their dick is now. A woman can go on a dating show and, you know, check it out. Or guys, you know, women might say, oh, I haven't been with too many people. Hey, man, you can look at the goods right there. So I guess this could be cool. If that's like seriously what you're, you know, attaching to your attractions and finding love and everything else. Fuck, I don't know. All right. Since I've just talked about something completely like way crazy, I got to play a song that kind of fits nakedness. Or something, right? And we'll be back right after this. We'll cruise the news, and you are listening to the Alex B. Podcast Sunday Slacker. That's me.
Listening to the Alex B podcast. I have not played Prince in a while on the podcast. Erotic City. Anybody that's my age knows that song. Uh, it was on the flip side of the 12 inch single of Let's Go Crazy when Purple Rain came out. I believe it was supposed to be part of the Purple Rain movie, uh, but didn't make the cut along, uh, I think, with 17 Days. Um, what else? She's Always in My Hair and a, and a couple songs that came around that era. All right, let's cruise the news and head to the airports, shall we? This is crazy, crazy, crazy. All right? The TSA. You know, last story I did about them, they were going through people's shit and taking stuff. Listen to this, though. Uh, the TSA says it intercepts nearly 20 unauthorized guns per day at checkpoints nationwide, putting the agency on track to break its annual firearms record. So, so far in 23, the TSA has found more than 5,000 firearms at airport security checkpoints where guns are not permitted. Last year... They were at 65.42 the same time for the year. So we're, they're going to pass it up. In the third quarter alone, 
They stopped more than 1,800 firearms and carry-on baggage, 94% of them which were loaded. Now, there is no motherfucking reason you should have a gun in your, in your baggage like that, let alone a loaded one. You can't play stupid, I didn't know it was in there, blah, blah, blah. That's bullshit. That's scary. Because how do you know that person isn't carrying a gun for somebody else like the bad guys, I always say? You just never know. So we got that part of going on. We got people that decide they want to fight on airplanes and act like idiots. And the whole time, somebody out there, I hope not, is saying, you know what? They're going to find a weak spot. And what we do, being the, being the planes, and I know I sound like a fucking broker record with it. So, yeah, it's pretty scary. You know, the rule is, I guess, passengers may travel with a firearm, but it must be in their checked baggage, which is cool because then... You don't have to worry about the passenger pulling it out. You just have to worry about somebody stealing it. Um, Firearms are prohibited at security checkpoints in the secure area of an airport or in the passenger cabin of an aircraft, even if a passenger has a concealed carry permit or is in constitutional carry jurisdiction. Now, I believe if you're one of those air marshals, I think you can carry a gun. I don't know how that goes, but none of us are air marshals, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, Passengers caught attempting to bring firearms into their carry-on baggage can face arrest or citations from local law enforcement. Individuals can also face civil penalties from the TSA up to $15,000 and risk losing their TSA pre-check eligibility. I think there should be, it just should be stricter. I think you have to always be on guard, man. Somebody has a fucking gun. You know, they're not, they know they're not supposed to have a gun. Come on. That's ridiculous. Everybody liked that song back in the day in sync, right? Maybe I'll play the whole song a little bit later. That should be like Joey Fatone's theme song uh, to Justin Timberlake because recently on Yahoo Entertainment, he said he was blindsided when Justin Timberlake left in sync to start on a solo career. And uh, Joey Fatone said he assumed that, uh, you know, he was going to come back. The Timberlake was going to come back and they were going to continue on. Okay, listen, dude. Michael bailed on his brothers. Once Off the Wall got released... And then Thriller got released. Did you see Michael recording with his brothers? You saw occasional, you know, Motown 25th anniversaries or whatever. But And Michael was related to him, man. Once Michael hit that solo career, man, he bounced the fuck out. But Joey Fatone is mad. He said, I'm not blindsided by the breakup of the band. I was more blindsided as far as Justin coming out with music and not knowing that he was going to go out and do an actual album. Or two. What do you think he was going to do, man? Hey, man, y'all check this out and play it. No, man, he has some of the most fire-ass producers working on that record. We had uh, uh, Pharrell was working on it, Timbaland. So come on now, Joey Fatone. Now he's just hoping like, like, like by an act of God, all these reunion rumors will come to fruition. But again, Justin don't need the money, and he's really the missing component, okay? Because Backstreet Boys never had like that one stand. I mean, they had all of them sung on the songs. When in sync, it's a little bit more trickier, you know? Have you ever tried to listen to the Jacksons on tour trying to do Michael stuff and Jermaine's out there trying to sing like Michael? It shit don't work. It don't. So maybe we'll have to keep our eyes peeled and uh, hopefully uh, Joey Fatone, the I Want You Back will be the theme song and then NSYNC will go on tour. Who knows?
Welcome back to the Alex B. Podcast. <laughs> I had to use that sound effect because it fits this next story. And I'm not going to lie. I got I kind of applaud the guy. I'm not going to lie. Because if I get to that age and could probably get away with it, you know, to help my fellow senior retirement community members, I'd probably do the same thing. 77-year-old Florida man was arrested and accused of having thousands of dollars worth of illegal pills used to treat erectile dysfunction. Hell yeah. Now, there's an outrage in the community that he was arrested. Yeah, man, these guys are trying to get their fuck on, and you just arrested the main supplier. Come on now. The villages, with homes sprawling through multiple Florida counties, is considered one of the largest retirement communities in the nation. It has a place where senior romances bloom like spring flowers, and they fuck, obviously, and a place where one particular prescription pill could be in high demand, the kind that treats erectile defunction. <laughs> erectile dysfunction can't even say what i'm like boom oh boy 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 so uh, according to the feds reginald uh guy by the name of reginald kinster was allegedly willing to satisfy that demand uh so he did a, he did a quick interview and said they're trying to do the right thing and i'm trying to do the right thing too according to a news release the 77 year old had more than 1800 dollars worth of the pills They were off-brand, stashed in his house. They were pills he allegedly got, quote, without a prescription from a licensed doctor with plans to redistribute the drugs in and outside of the state. Man, man, he's that fucking doctor's probably shitting himself right now. Because trust me, this dude, all this dude's got to drop the name to the feds. You watch. Man, I would be, uh uh-uh. That's that's a hard pill to swallow. All right, how about some news from Indiana? I haven't picked on Indiana in a while. Out of Lawrence, Indiana. Uh, do you know there's an encroachment law or something that's in, 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 in play as far as getting closer than 25 feet when the police are arresting somebody or serving a warrant or whatever? So I don't know how I feel on that because you know a lot of times when you see the videos, I, when I say videos, not the ones where cops are actually fucking up, but like, you know, legit arrest and people are like, no, don't do that. So it could be, a lot of emotions and stuff going on. But apparently, uh, they have started enforcing this law. Uh, she, This woman was charged within standing within 25 feet of police investigation, which is illegal under new Indiana law. A woman from Indianapolis was arrested last Monday in Lawrence and preliminary booked for obstruction encroaching on an investigation. Unlawful encroachment on an investigation is a law passed by Indiana legislators earlier this year that gives police a 25-foot buffer to perform any of their duties. I don't think that's that bad of a thing. Wow. So, under the new law, which was approved over the past summer, a person can be arrested if they move towards police after the law enforcement has ordered them to stop approaching. Which, again, I have... I don't have any issues with it, really. So, uh, police report on Monday, October 2nd, show the officers were called around 3 o'clock to 4200 uh, Franklin Road. That's just a real pleasant neighborhood. According to the uh, police department report, officers arrested a woman who was subsequently booked into jail on the following charges. Escape, a level five felony, which means she tried to run. Resisting law enforcement, a level A misdemeanor. And obstruction, encroaching on an investigation, a level C misdemeanor. Wow. According to the police narrative written by Lawrence Police Department, the woman was seen recording officers on her phone when they were serving an arrest warrant at a local gas station. While the woman was initially over 25 feet, and then basically, you know, complying with what the law is, um, 
she got a little closer. So once the suspect was getting arrested, she decided, oh, wait, I need a better shot for the gram. I need a better shot for TikTok or whatever. So the dude is getting put into an ambulance for treatment. She decided to get literally within a foot of the ambulance and continued to record. Police officers explained that the woman was violating the encroachment law, but she verbally disagreed. And she says, quote, this is an ambulance. The woman allegedly said to the officers, not your police car. Don't give fucking mouthy what cops, man. See? Jesus. The woman was then told to turn around and was subsequently handcuffed. Uh, she later reportedly was able to free one of her hands from the cuffs, officer said, but was soon lawfully detained again. The passage of the state's police encroachment law was not universally praised in the central Indiana area. I'm not sure how I feel about it because I think if the cops are doing something wrong, they want to be there. But this is the case where a cop could be distracted, you know, messing with somebody who's trying to get too close. The bad guy can get away. I don't know. Did you really, now now you really fucked up. You should have just let him take you down. You probably could have, like, pled it out, or you probably, you, they probably would have dropped the charges, but the fact that you now took off with handcuffs and then broke out of them, now you're really st- st- stupid. I don't know how, I don't know how I feel about the law. I think if there's something illegal stuff going on, you know, cops are, like, beating up on somebody, I don't think the encroachment law or whatever applies. I think if they're doing something legit and they tell you once, hey, man, get the fuck on, go. Just go. I don't know why people, you see all these videos of people that want to argue with cops, and then you wonder why there's police shortages. You wonder why it takes forever when you call a police to a certain area of town because there's no respect There's no respect for law enforcement sometimes. It's like people don't give a fuck. So if you're a cop making XYZ dollars a year, man, are you going to sit there and risk, you know, like, oh, fuck, I got to go to so-and-so again area. You're not going to fucking, there's not going to be a sense of urgency. I've been saying that for years, since 2020, when everything just went doop, and fucking people went batshit crazy. I just, I truly believe that it is. I, I, I don't know why, but it is. At a wedding, the couple are not the only people saying I do. Maybe an uninvited guest. Listen to this shit, man. In three states. This woman was arrested in Mississippi after she was caught eating a piece of wedding cake by the bride's sister. The Potomac, whatever, Sheriff's Department said that Sandra Lynn Henson, age 56, has allegedly crashed weddings in Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi, where she stole cash and other gifts. Henson was busted at the wedding of Lexi Loudon and Bradley Butler when Lexi's sister, Sandra, returned to the bridal room to fix a bottle for her baby. Inside, she found Henson eating a piece of wedding. First of all, that's fucking balls. You're crashing a wedding, and then you're going to sit there and dip into the bridal suite. Nah, man. Uh-uh. That was your first mistake. When Sandra turned around in the bridal room, she was eating a piece of my cake. After getting caught, she uh, Henson tried to deny she had any stolen anything, but after continued questions from the family of Lexi and Brady, she admitted to taking some shit. So apparently she took $200 and returned to the family. She begged them not to call the police, saying she did not want to return to prison. Uh, They also found a notebook on her, which listed numerous weddings in the area, which she was allegedly planning a target. She was taken into custody and is facing charges of petty larceny, trespassing and disturbing the peace. She has since bonded out of jail. Man, that takes wedding crashing to a whole new level. You know, the movie was about those guys like partying with people and, you know, trying to get laid. Here, man, she's trying to get paid. Most of you that listen to the podcast know I try to keep the political discussions to a minimum. So this is kind of political, but kind of not. 
Uh, the headline reads, uh, on October 6th, via the New York Post, the IRS originally weighed Hunter Biden's felony charge for raiding his daughter's college fund. He took $40,000 from his daughter's college fund and spent it on drugs and hookers. Wow. So he's in trouble because he did not report it as additional income back in 2019 while still using much of the windfall to pay for crack cocaine and hookers. Uh the federal tax investigators uncovered approximately $39,820 that Hunter Biden, now age 53, looted from his high school age daughter, Macy's. Maisie. Wow, man. Stole 40 grand from his fucking kid, dude. Wow. After liquidating her college savings, he went into deeper thrones of his addiction in the coming months, sending payments to his drug dealer, a webcam service, and prostitutes in the following week's emails on his laptop show. Man, IRS also found personal distributions he had claimed as business deductions, totaling approximately $12,791. Man, you almost wonder, like, what do you... <laughs> Jesus. Everybody's nuts. It just... <laughs> I just don't even know. It just reminds you of Tommy Boy, like a very a harder core version of Tommy Boy with um, David Spade and Chris Farley. Remember that? His brother, Don, Mike, Don, well, he's like running for like mayor or some shit. And the guy's always out there fucking up. That's what this reminds me of. But a whole different like escalated level. Man, Hunter Biden's laptop. Who knew, man? Who knew that trying to get your laptop fixed, blah, 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 would turn into such a thing. Ah, what a distraction from all the other more important shit going on in the in the country. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the Alex B. Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, listening, or downloading. Be on the lookout for a B Brothers episode. We'll be recapping the Colts game from today. Yes, it was a victory, but yes, Anthony Richardson left the field, so we're going to get the scoop on that. We're going to talk to Miles. I don't know when that's going to drop, but be on the lookout for that uh, on the website page as well. Have a great rest of your Sunday and uh, Monday. Remember the true meaning of Columbus Day. Who really discovered America, people? Think about it. Discuss later. There will not be a test. (laughs) I'm out.